Hello and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you straight away. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. What was I saying again? <laughs> Authentically. <laughs> oh stop hello and welcome to authentically uncensored i'm maureen joyce and i'm claire davies Woo! we just had a giggle before we started there because i forgot (laughs) what i was supposed to be saying i think we should leave that in what getting off to a great start (laughs) we're both so hilarious we're so funny how are you this fine morning well it's afternoon now it's after 12 it is afternoon now isn't it yeah i'm great thanks how are you i'm delirious i feel a small bit not on this planet yeah i'm very tired but like i've been having really bad sleep but last night it was actually progress i slept all the way through to half five that was was that's good for you is it yeah sometimes I could wake up anywhere between one o'clock and four o'clock so anywhere between that bracket and I could be awake for like two to three hours what time do you go to bed um before 10 o'clock you need to work on your sleep hygiene babe I know but it used to be really good like I used to be a great sleeper but it's since the whole spider epidemic with the whole (laughs) waking up in the middle of the night thinking that there were spiders in the bed since then I have not been able to sleep properly if anyone doesn't know, Maureen had a terrible, terrible spider epidemic in her house. It, it was, was awful. Traumatic is a more fitting mm. word. They were fucking massive. And like when it all started, it was like funny and you'd put it on your stories and we'd have a laugh about it. And then I remember you did a story one day and you just looked like you were on the fucking edge and like you were about to burst into tears. And I was like, oh, fuck, I, I felt so bad for you. You know, it was actually horrendous. Like, I actually think I must be, like, scared or something. Yeah, I bet you are. I can't fucking sleep. I actually was watching a TikTok the other day where a woman had something in her ear. She was in America, so she was in the doctor's office. And um, she had something in her ear, and she didn't know what it was, but she could, like, hear it moving in her ear. And they came and flushed it out, and this fucking massive spider came out of her ear. Oh, fuck's sake. I don't know why I told you that. (laughs) Oh, oh, like it's just awful. Like, you know, when you have like your cups in the in the cupboard or the press, <laughs> as I call it. The press. The press. Yeah. Is that what you call cupboards in Ireland? Yeah, we don't say cupboards. <laughs> in the press. In the press, yeah. What's okay. in the press? Yes, the press. So <laughs> like what do you say? Do you not have an, a hot press? No. No. <laughs> Where do you keep like your towels and stuff. Um, I've got a little organizer thing in my bathroom. So, like, have you got like a boiler in a little fucking room with a door? Yeah, I have, but it's a new like in the olden days when I was a kid, I remember my we used to have an airing cupboard. That's what it was called, and it had like a big boiler in it that would get hot. Yeah, well, that's and- what we call the hot press. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> It's hot off the press. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but back, we kind of lost track there. Yeah, we've talked about the cups and the press. Yeah, sorry, the cups in your if press. The, if the cup is sitting up the way like that, I know people can't see because it's a podcast, but you can see. And I'm when I'm taking out the cup out of the press, I'm kind of like nearly afraid that a fucking spider or something's going to jump out. Yeah, that's not the one, is it? No. Hit a crack. Hit <laughs> a crack. Yeah. 
But anyway, we got on to that about being tired, but I did have a little nap before we came on here. I was in my mother's house having a coffee and I said, how about we swap seats? And I went onto the <laughs> recliner and I was like, you might just wake me up at 20 to 11. And <laughs> I had a little snooze, but she actually woke me up because she started making a fucking racket. I swear to God, she loves smashing and banging. Yeah, my mum does as well. I remember as a kid, like trying to have a, well, like as a teenager, trying to have a lion and all I would be able to hear is my mum fucking stomping up and down the house, opening cupboards, sorry, opening the press, slamming the press. (laughs) (laughs) Like so loud. But I feel like I've inherited that offer and I'm really heavy footed. So now I am my mother. I have a feeling I just if I was a fly in your house (laughs) that you would just be fucking flaking around that kitchen, tripping over the dogs, smashing everything. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so clumsy. It's actually fucking terrible. And the dogs like to walk underneath my feet, which is not helpful. Are they sleeping now? They are sleeping. I'll show you. Oh, like they're full on fucking sleep like (laughs) (laughs) nap time so you said they'll sleep at about two o'clock what time do they go to sleep at well so they they get walked in the morning and then they'll come home and they'll be awake for a bit and then they'll they'll like nap on and off throughout the day but by about two o'clock they particularly maple is awake and she's like love me show me attention feed me take me for a walk so getting anything done like podcast recording is really difficult like later in the afternoon because i just can't yeah, they just don't fucking keep still. Could you not move to a different room? I could, um, but my office is really cold at the moment. I mean, I could put the heating on, but, you know. So I tend to light the fire in the living room and just sit down here at the moment. Awesome. But sometimes as well, if I'm in my office all day, by like two o'clock, they'll just be crying because they want to they wanna see me and they're lonely because they fucking love me. Oh, Yeah. But like, fuck's sake, I saw that picture you had yesterday of the hair all over you. Like, that's that's crazy. Don't. It's so stressful. Like, I love my dogs so fucking much, but the hair is on another level. And I thought Laurel was bad. And then we got Maple. And I don't know if it's because we've got like dark floors and dark sofas, but she just molts so much. And I hoover about 764 times a day. Mm. Shit crap. Yeah. shit crack indeed what does crack actually mean it's kind of like what's the actual definition but the way we say it it can mean a lot of things to be honest with you but basically it just means like that's the story like or it can mean like having fun or something like that yeah like you you went to a party and it was great crack yeah yeah or somebody's somebody's like a great crack but <laughs> I actually can't say it any other way but no one's actually smoking crack uh no they probably no I don't think it, that would, word would be used as much maybe in different yeah potentially but no it definitely means something else and it's spelled different yeah so if I type it into google it says noun irish enjoyable social activity a good time he loves the crack the late nights <laughs> <laughs> I bet he does. He does. All right. Really take careful. it easy, you. <laughs> <laughs> so have you got anything fun or exciting to tell me? Have you seen anything on TikTok or anything like that that you're like, <laughs> fuck this, this is a load of cods wallop? 
Um, well, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a video earlier about a girl who took a poo in her boyfriend's house. Uh, it's always a poo story with me, isn't it? And she you love good shit. <laughs> I love a good shit. <laughs> she, she, they were like newly together. I think they'd not been together that long, and she really badly needed a poo. And he was cooking downstairs in the kitchen, so she was like, "Oh, this is optimal time to go and have a dump because." Like he was making noise downstairs in the kitchen so he wouldn't be able to hear her. And so she did this big old turd, laid the cable in the toilet and then it wouldn't flush. So she picked it up out of the toilet, fished it out and she threw it out the window. But I don't know how true that story is because I've heard so many stories like that before. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) But like it'd depend on what kind of a poo it was. Like if it was too soft, like it wouldn't be big. (laughs) I know it would have to be like have you ever heard of the Bristol stool chart yes (laughs) it would it would have to be like a good a good four or five on the Bristol stool chart to be able to pick it up out the toilet (laughs) it'd have to be solid (laughs) have you ever fished fished your own shit out the toilet no actually I haven't but what I have heard before in the so at our secondary schools in this town like they're segregated there's two there's a girls and a boys school but years ago when I was in school back when I swear I was in the olden days yeah um in the boys school some poor fucker did make a massive shit and it was so big that the janitor had to cut it with a knife (laughs) had to cut it with a knife he had to get a knife and like cut it in half to try and get it to go through the system oh my fucking god yeah (laughs) Oh god, that yeah. is terrible. I did once fish my own poo out of a toilet. Oh, Claire, what? <laughs> I was at work at the hospital, and I like when you do twelve-hour shifts, it's really hard not to poo for that length of time, right? But I historically do not like pooing in places that aren't home, so I really needed to go. So I went off down the corridor to one of the visitors' toilets, and I did my business. But like, of course, because it's me mid poo, someone tried to open the door and I was like, for fuck's sake, that means they're waiting outside now. Anyway, so I tried to flush the toilet and it wouldn't fucking go down. And it was a massive poo, massive. And I read the graphic details. (laughs) I'm like sweating, absolutely panicking. My top lip is dripping. I'm like, oh, fuck, what am I going to (laughs) do? So I decided to fish the poo out of the toilet and put it in the sanitary towel bin. you dirty bastard (laughs) well it was either that or just leave it there floating for the next person to find (laughs) and I just couldn't do it particularly if they were going to be there waiting outside the door I'd have to look them in the eye and be like I've left my shit in the toilet for you oh rank yeah Yeah, I'm not a fan of of I've definitely got better as I've got older because like you have to go you know it's something that has to be done but when I was in school, like the girls used to hang out in the bathroom at lunchtime. Like yeah. that, was, that was the social place. <laughs> it was what like, a pink place to hang out. Like, why did we do that? I know. And it's like, fuck, I need to go to the toilet. But they're all having the crack there, putting on their full face of makeup at lunchtime. So I used to, I don't know, did my mother, I don't know how we had some arrangement anyway with my, my mother. And I used to be able to, or maybe that was in the later years when we were allowed out of the school for lunch. 
I used to go up to my mother where she worked. Oh, we've got a, a baby awake. All right, she's laid back down. All right. I used to go up to my mother where she worked just to go to the toilet up there. But I think that was in my later years when we were allowed out into the town. <laughs> we were allowed into the wild at lunchtime. <laughs> they set you free. Yeah, but we weren't allowed out on first, third year. They kept us locked in. In high school? High school, secondary school, yeah. Secondary school. Do you call secondary school, is it like year one, two, three, four and five then? Not year seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven? Yeah, well, it's like first year, second year, third year. Yeah, it's so different. Yeah, and you, what's yours called? A levels. Ours is called um, your leaving cert. Oh, yeah, Yeah, we have GCSEs in year ten and eleven, and then you can go on to do. Well, in my day, you have to stay on now, but in my day, you could then choose to go and do A levels, or you could leave school at sixteen. Oh, at sixteen. Hmm. But now they have to stay until they're 18. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of things that's very different. Mm. I was talking to somebody one day. I think I told you this in Glasgow. And she couldn't believe that bonfire night for us was in the middle of the summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why is it in the middle of the summer? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you don't. I didn't listen in school. I attended it, but I didn't listen. What do you call Boxing Day? St. Stephen's Day. But you don't know why? No, like that would, yeah, no. (laughs) Who is St. Stephen? Well, this, like Google, what you're going to actually make me sound so stupid now. I have a (laughs) clue. St. Stephen's Day. I'm going to. Yeah, but I, to be fair, like I've no fucking clue why Boxing Day is called Boxing Day here. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, do we really need to know? It commemorates Mm. the life of Saint Stephen, a Christian deacon in Jerusalem who was known for his service to the poor. Oh, sure, we know him well. (laughs) (laughs) The poor and his status on the first Christian martyr. He was stoned to death in AD 36. What a fucking beautiful story. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Any fitness related topics today? What's the what's the worst diet you've ever done? What's Ooh. the stupidest diet you've ever done? The stupidest. The I worst. did that. I tried. Like, did I do it? That I did that clean nine. Oh, yeah, I did that too. Yeah, but like I didn't actually do it because I probably did it for like a couple of days and I was like, who in their right mind would voluntarily <laughs> drink this fucking shit? Like, it's absolutely. Doesn't it taste awesome. like cum? Oh, did it clear? <laughs> it's fucking septic. Like I don't like who is waking up in the in the morning and being like, oh my god, I'm so excited for a fucking shot of aloe vera. Like not fucking me. It is rank. It's so disgusting. Oh yeah, it's absolutely septic. So I I did that, but like after a day or two, I stopped drinking the aloe vera and I just took the, and the shakes were rotten as well. Absolutely rank. So I ended up not fucking doing it. I just threw away a load of money. I can't even remember how much I paid for it. But um, and I was taking the fucking thermal thermal. What were they called at the time? Weren't they like beeswax tablets or something? There was a few different things. There was like fiber gel and there was other like thermal. There's some fiber gel laxative. Yeah, but these were like fiber sachet kind of things. Mm. It wasn't actual fiber. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it was. But there was another tablet and they were called Therma something. Um, I was taking them. Oh, they were supposed to, They were just fucking fat burners. Fat burners, babe. Yeah. 
oh, I'll just take these. These will melt all my fat away. Or in the fat. Yeah. No. I know actually what I was going to um, ask you. So I keep seeing at the moment, and I don't know if you have this or follow people, but like lots of people who do aesthetics, like Botox and stuff like that, are now doing fat, fat dissolving injections. I saw that there's somebody that comes to a place here in Westport as well that does them. Me and Stu were talking about that, but I don't like what the fuck are they like? Surely if they actually worked, people would be using them long ago. Yeah. And I I don't know. I don't know what the actual like chemical compound in them is that like, but I'm but from what I've read, they dissolve like fat cells which so you can't have the you can't have it done on really big areas and apparently you can't have it done if you're like really significantly overweight because it's probably not going to do a lot but you can have it done like round your your jowls around your neck or like a bit on your waist if you've got a normal bmi or like the tops of your arms um but i think it dissolves your fat cells which is not safe because if you dissolve your fat cells then you have less fat cells to safely store fat in your body so i don't know like how it's well, I guess it's like liposuction, but I, I don't know how it's regulated. But I think it's, I it annoys me because I've seen like so many people advertising it and saying they've had so much interest in it. And I think for fuck's sake, why will people spend their money on this crap, which is not going to be long-term because they're probably going to gain the fat back. And also it's dangerous, but they won't, like so many people are so resistant to like hiring a coach who could actually help them change their life forever. I know, but people don't see that. They see the shiny, shiny, mm. ooh, this could magically work. But like, mm. it's just it's just another way of throwing your money in the trash, basically. Yeah. But things that I've been seeing on TikTok that have been annoying me lately is, and people have asked me about it, the 12-3-30 treadmill, fuck yeah. it, fat burning, toning. It's like, it don't like please. What what is it? Incline twelve, speed three, thirty minutes. Yeah, and it's supposed to melt the fat away. <laughs> like just yes, yeah, sure. Yeah, it uh, or tone yeah. Because somebody else asked me before, like, <laughs> what do you think of this? And I'm like, for what? Uh, just for general toning. I was like, well, killing not- yourself with boredom. Yeah, it's not going to tone yeah. I said, yeah, if you want to increase your cardio health I said it's good mm. cardio but I said you're not like it's not going to fucking tone you mm. toning isn't even a word but we'll we'll we'll, we'll go allow it we'll allow it yeah we know I what think people mean. that people don't understand what toning is people think that you can turn fat into muscle don't they like I hear yeah. people say all the but time, I believed that myself back in the mm. day me too me too yeah. or didn't know any different but that's why we're great coaches because we understand I guess the thought process mm-hmm behind like people that come to us yeah because yeah another thing was I used to think that like muscle weighed more than or was it muscle yeah muscle more than fat yeah (laughs) same because a kilo of muscle is clearly heavier than a kilo of fat absolutely it's like when someone says what weighs more a ton of bricks or a ton of feathers yeah everyone's like oh a ton of bricks yeah no I've definitely been there as well yeah. And I would have been one of those people probably paying for fat dissolving injections. Like if that had have been a thing when I was in the thick of my yo-yo dieting, I probably would have paid for them. 
Yeah. But I suppose that's why we do what we do, because Mm. we have made all these mistakes and we're trying to help people to stop making the same mistakes that we've made. Absolutely. Another thing that gets on my fucking giddy goat. (laughs) (laughs) On my giddy fucking goat, yeah, is when you see these like lads who are fucking shredded, who have never had any problem with with food or have never struggled with their weight mm. and they're just saying you just need to be more disciplined or have more willpower. I'm like, you haven't a fucking notion of how no. difficult it actually is for people who do struggle with their weight to lose fat. Like you saying yeah. just to have more discipline or more willpower, it's a load of fucking horseshit. And then this message is pumped out there so much that people actually start to believe that, oh, I can't do it because I don't have the discipline or the willpower. But yeah. those other fucking dickheads just don't understand that there's an awful lot of things that come into play with losing fat. It's not just as simple mm. as eating less calories and moving more. Yeah, absolutely. And also, do you think that like when it comes from men, like they're missing a whole big, like a whole lot of caveats for women? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I I don't I don't necessarily think that it's just for women. Like there's definitely fellas that really struggle with Mm. with weight as well. But yeah, yeah. It's people that have no lived experience of what it's actually like to fucking struggle with it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and they think they know it all. Mm. It's it's this I suppose it is the same as like a man saying they know what it's like to to fucking carry a baby or to have a, a painful period. You're having a fucking clue, mate. <laughs> like pipe the fuck down. Punch you in the balls repeatedly for like twelve fucking hours. Yeah. But it's the same kind of thing. They think that they know, oh, you just, you know, because it was fucking so easy for them because they didn't have any struggles with it. Yeah. Or they were in a genetically better body for that type of thing. And yeah. it's it's generally people that maybe were on the skinnier side and they were able to eat a shit ton of calories to put on weight Mm. and they haven't a fucking clue then of how actual how difficult it actually is no and it's really fucking frustrating isn't it and like it it is so hard I actually did a post this morning about like choosing your hard and as somebody who's been overweight for a really long time and now I'm not and I like take care of my body I appreciate that both things are really hard, but actually when you realize that being, or for me, being overweight was harder than it is now to like try and keep in shape, that's what keeps me going. And I think like, I never want to go back to that, but so like, unfortunately, so many women don't know that because they haven't been able to get out of that cycle and break the fucking shitty yo-yo dieting and doing fucking clean nine or the special K diet. Mm-hmm. But it's it doesn't end like you're still actively working on on that all the always. time. Yeah, yeah, always that I think I think I might have said that in the post in the in the like caption at the bottom. But like, it's still hard now. You still have to like actively choose to get up out of bed and go to the gym. You still have to actively choose not to fucking dive headfirst into the biscuit cupboard and eat all of the biscuits are, that are in there. Because I feel like I'm one of those people that that is my, like that, it's not my natural instinct maybe, but like I'm more predisposed to overeat than I am to undereat. And actually something that I've done this year, which has been really difficult, but I've really, really worked on eating to fullness Mm -hmm. and then putting my knife and fork down when I'm full. And that is fucking hard. 
Mm. I'm a fast. When you're eating a meal and you're like, huh? I'm a fast eater, so like that takes conscious effort for me as well to actually slow down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And when you've got a plate of food and it's like so tasty and you just want to keep eating, but you know that you know that you're full, the discipline it takes to stop is so, so hard. And it doesn't just happen overnight. Like you have to work on it. And I'm still working on it now because it's like, it's definitely something that I haven't mastered yet. The other day I was literally eating a meal and I way over ate. And afterwards I felt really fucking shit for it. But like, for the most part, you know, I'm getting there, but yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. And it's not something like, I know we all try to get everything right all the time, but like, it's it's not about being perfect all the time, even though that's it's easy to say that. But when you're doing the things like you want to try and do it perfect, you kind of want to feel like, mm. OK, well, I have this under control. But there is going to be days where you are going to overeat and there are going to be days where you're like, oh, that totally wasn't what I planned to do. Mm. But I think being able to just continue trying and doing the things all the time. But I think that's something that that gets lost with some people where they they just have a short term mindset around it and think, OK, well, I'll just do this for this space mm. of time and then I'll just pack it in and hope that it just continues. But that's not how it works. Mm. It's getting people to realise that it like oh, it sounds so cliche, but it is a lifestyle change. Yeah. And you do kind of have to like do it forever. You have like if you want to stay healthy, you have to consider your health in 99 percent of the things that you do for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Otherwise, you end up going backwards. Yeah. But a big thing is like, and I think a lot of people, especially people who've done like those shitty diets that we've done or gone to like Slim and World and stuff like that, that because Slim and World and those things were missing elements that are really fucking important to actually getting you to a place where you want to be, where you feel like you have some sort of sense of control around your food and that you actually can carry it on long term. Like those things are missing big factors in that. So yeah. people are so used to doing that and they don't realize that there's things that are missing. But because they're so fucking drain or are focused on the things that they have done before, they kind of have the blinkers on to the things that they actually need to focus on that have mm. been missing from those other programs. Like you have to ask yourself, why am I overeating? And address mm. that, that issue. And like it's generally not usually something related to food at all. It's mm. generally related to something completely different. But if you're constantly just hyper-focusing on the food side of things and forgetting about the reason why you're overeating and yeah. not actually fixing it from the root cause, like it's never going to go away. Yeah. And, and then you just, you're just banging your head off a wall, like stuck in the same cycle all the yeah. time. And that's exactly what Slimming World and Weight Watchers and all those sorts of things do. They hyper-focus on the food. And it's always about food. It's not about like your behavior or your emotions behind it or like why you do something or why you act in a certain way. Yeah. But I think people are are very closed off to the idea that this is what needs to be addressed. Mm. And like, yeah, and this is and it's like, okay, well, you're you're never going to be fully successful if you until you address these things. Mm. And And that can be very hard to to get to break people's beliefs down to understand that okay this these are the things that you actually need to look at and these will help you but because they're not tangible or that you you can't actually see okay well if I do this for x amount of weeks I'll be able to see this result because it's Mm. not tangible people are like 
and also partially in denial of not wanting to face what might come up if they do address that. Yeah, because it can be quite triggering, right? Absolutely. Like it's, it's quite like it's quite deep, isn't it, to sometimes get into some of that and like can, can be potentially quite painful. And so I think people are like, oh, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I just I just want to lose weight. So I'll just starve myself or I'll just fucking drink this aloe vera juice for seven days and eat nothing. Aloe vera. There was different flavors of it as well, wasn't there? Oh, uh, I don't. Uh, I think I only had like the original flavor. I used to keep it in the fridge because I felt like if it was if it was like icy cold, it wasn't as bad. I remember doing shots of it over the sink with my mum. We did it together and like retching and barely being able to keep it down. Oh, I used to pinch my nose, block my nose <laughs> and and take a swig. But it's like the consistency of fucking bleach that you put in the toilet. Yeah. Not a fan. Not it's a just fan. like male reproductive fluid. <laughs> You're a fan of that. <laughs> Love it. Have you seen the fat doctor with the, the shite she does be spouting? Have I seen the fat doctor? Now, just for the listeners, we are not calling her the fat doctor. This is what she has called herself. Mm. Have you seen her recent video about how you regain the weight? Or you, what did she say? You're not. Was it on? Go on. Was it on LBC or whatever it's called with that bloke? And he was like, if I eat lettuce for a week. Yeah. I yeah, saw yeah that. that dude. Yeah. Yeah. What is she on? Like, she's a doctor. Um, fuck knows. I think she is actually they now. Oh, right. Okay. Just, just to be respectful of her. Okay. So, I didn't realize that until I did a, a bit of, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole, like looking at all of her, watching like a lot of her content. Their content. Their, their content. <laughs> okay. So, but this is what I don't get, like, Okay, they might be a lovely person, but the information that they're putting out there is fucking terrible. Yeah. What I don't understand is how they are still, and I haven't actually checked this, but how they're still registered with the GMC, which is the General Medical Council. So like any health professionals, so for example, me as a midwife, I have to be registered with the Nursing and Midwifery Council. And it's like a governing body that makes sure that you are practicing safely ethically within your like your scope of practice and like if you do something wrong or you make a big mistake and there is like an adverse outcome because of that you can get pulled up in front of whatever council it is that you belong to so for them it's the general medical council and I with the information that they're giving out like I just don't understand how they're still registered with the GMC It makes no sense. But then again, I know like we do kind of put doctors on a bit of a pedestal. And this is probably why all these people on the Internet are are gone wild and people are listening to them because they have this doctor fucking status. But Mm. doctors probably don't get any nutrition training. So maybe she hasn't no. a clue. She clearly, they haven't a clue. Sorry. They have not got a clue. They haven't a fucking clue what they're talking about. But it's, no. it's damaging for people to see that because for somebody, somebody will want to hear that to validate the fact that they're struggling with weight loss and it'll give them an excuse not to try. But yeah. that then is having a negative fucking impact on their health. It's like they need to be cancelled it's so damaging yeah. the, um, 
because and and also like just like categorically not true. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't because, get us started. Well, get me started. <laughs> Do you know? I actually recorded a whole podcast episode about this, and then I didn't put it out because I felt. I don't know. I just, I just second guessed myself, and I was like, "I'm really not ranty." Yeah, I was really ranty. I think I was cross about it, so probably not the best place to <laughs> be recording a podcast episode. And I ended up deleting it, um, which I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should have just fucking put it out because no one else seems to care what they say and what they put out in the public. But um, yeah, it, it's just. Like they're saying that if you lose weight, you'll just always gain it back because your body comes back to a set point. But as our Emma always says, very like sensibly, well, like we wouldn't, people would never starve. Yeah, exactly. If, if that was the case, like starvation wouldn't be a thing. Famine wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Like it makes no fucking sense. Like this person, the fat doctor said that even if you were to just eat lettuce, because that guy challenged her on him, was like, are you saying, so if I just ate lettuce and mm. ran around wherever, he said, um, and the fat doctor said, oh yeah, but it doesn't matter, even if you were just eating lettuce, you would still regain the weight. Like, it's not fucking possible. You cannot store calories that are not there. Yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you take the piss out of my British accent. There's some, there's some letters that you say, I think is that like were or some words that you say that re your your accent really changes. I think say worry, worry. No, maybe it's not that. Some oh, there there's something. Do I sound a bit farmer? Do I go a bit like you do? Go a bit like Sean. He is a bit of a rah, 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 or something. Oh, Sean! Sean's got quite a thick Herefordshire accent. Yeah, he has some sort of a twang. And there's some words that you say. I thought it was don't worry, worry. Something like that. <laughs> Don't worry. Because you're very proper a lot of the time. And then every now and again, some sort of worry will come out like that. And I'm like, where does this come from? And then you hear Sean speaking. It's like, oh, she must be just getting it from him. So I live in a place called Herefordshire and it's like a big farming county. And we have, yeah, the accent is sometimes like quite broad. Mm. Um not quite like not quite Somerset not like Ouar but oh he is a bit like that though yeah he, yeah he does have a and that is what like a lot of the accents are like around here but for some reason I don't know why I just I speak how I speak and people are always like oh have you been to finishing school no I have not finish it what's that finishing school is like um I don't know if it's even a thing anymore, but like people, we're all girls probably, and boys, I suppose, would have been sent to finishing school to make sure that they were, you know, proper and enunciating words and ready oh, to go out. Like the etiquette kind of stuff. Yeah. Where you're, you're shown how to, the, how to hold the teacup. How to drink tea properly and enunciate your words and how to, you know, if you're a woman, be seen and not heard. Fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Fuck all of you, Bellens. You're talking to the wrong two fuckers for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We'll be heard before we're seen. Absolutely. Yeah, that stuff annoys me. <laughs> like, I will do the exact opposite that you want me to do. It's like when people <laughs> tell me not to curse. I'm like, it's just, it just fucking comes out of my mouth. Okay, get over it. And now that you don't want me to do it, I'll probably do it a bit more. 
oh I'm such a, a sweary bastard like I can't I don't know it's just it's ingrained in me but my parents didn't really ever swear when I was a kid did yours um a small bit yeah not too much like I would hear my dad if he'd be talking to if he was talking to his friends but he wouldn't be actively swearing in the house mm. always says to me even to this day language if I say something, he's like, language. I'm like, will you, like every time, I'm like, dad, I'm 31 years of age. Will you get a fucking rest? And he's, <laughs> off, dad. Yeah. And he's like, but you know, he, he, like, he's not old. He's only in, in his early 60s. But that's just the way they were brought up. Like, and especially mm. like people have this idea that it sounds terrible coming out of a woman's mouth. It's like, it does, like, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, get over it. And also, like, they're just words. And I know sometimes some people find them offensive and that's fine. And I will always try and, um, like, cater to my audience. For example, if I was at working at the hospital and looking after somebody who was in labour, I wouldn't be fucking dropping the F-bombs all over the place, obviously, yeah. because that wouldn't be appropriate. But I do think, like, it's it's definitely part of my vocabulary. And I'm not going to change that because somebody thinks that I sound that I shouldn't be swearing because I'm a woman or because, you mm-hmm. know, they don't like it. Fuck mm-hmm. off and go and meet somebody else then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like there is, there is a time and a place. Like when I was in my other job as well, like I wouldn't be swearing to the customers or anything like that. Like we're not, we're not thick about it, but you know, we know when to, to rein it in. But yeah. our jobs, the thing about our jobs, I think there's a bit of a gray line that our jobs, although we are professionals, we still, it's based around us just being our natural selves and, and mm. rather than actually saying, okay, I have to put on my professional pants now because I am working. <laughs> it's like, it's not the same as being in a, a nine to five job where you're going into work. Like it's when you're, we're, we're selling our services as us as people sort of mm. thing. That sounds very fucking bad. We're selling <laughs> ourselves. I'm really sure I saw you in a, in a window in Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> You probably did, babe. Yeah. But the thing about it is like we're selling like our ourselves and our services and we have to show up as ourselves. And yeah, that's where the whole if we curse, if you naturally curse, well, we're going to do it. And if you don't like it, then don't fucking listen to our podcast. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, OK, so we're kind of coming up close to time. Have you got a game? <laughs> yeah do you want to go first or do you want me to go first you go first because I, I I'm struggling to think of a song there's been too okay. much going on <clears throat> let me just put my best singing voice on are you ready for this I'm re- clear the throat I'm ready when you know the words to this song sing along sing along looks Looks. <laughs> Do I know this song? Yeah, you know it. Looks like we made it. <laughs> I love me a bit of Shania Twain. <laughs> yes, I told you you'd know it. Oh God. Okay, I can't think about them when I'm put on the spot like this. Like it's so bad. <laughs> and we're going. I thought from... you wrote some down. Yeah. Well, hello, doggy. Hello, Papa. <laughs> Who's getting this? We song? woke her up with our celebrating. Oh God. Okay, let me see. Do I have a song? Did... No, because I'm trying too hard to think. Uh, Shall I do another one? Go on. When you know the words of the song, sing along, sing along. Oh, ah. 
Oh, ah, oh, 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 I wish I was a punk rocker with flowers in my hair. Excellent. I actually thought that was it at first, and then I was like, no, that's it. That's an old song. She wouldn't pick that. Yeah, I would. I fucking love oh, that song. Trust your gut. Okay, let me see what I've got here. Um, trying to think of the first words of a song. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I hate when I put on this. like I usually have songs coming out of my fucking every crevice. <laughs> um, they were. Oh yeah, will you know that? <laughs> I don't know. When you know the words to the song, sing along, sing along. There were. Oh damn! Ooh, <laughs> a bit more. There were not. <clears throat> there were nights when the... something was so cold. Ooh, that's the one, baby. <laughs> Right. I can't remember the words to that then. I know that's what I. Have to there start. were days when the nights were so cold. That's it. What is it? There were nights when the wind was so oh, yeah. cold. <laughs> <laughs> what am I on? <laughs> I don't know, babe. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> let me see one more. One for the road. And um, bam, 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 bam. Oh, okay. When you know the words to the song, sing along, sing along. <gasps> the words are gone. Oh, okay, <laughs> let's stop. It's me all the time. Let's do that again. When you know the words to the song, sing along, sing along. Oh, ba- oh baby, baby, how was I supposed to know that something wasn't right? You know, she actually... <laughs> supposed to have like a really savage voice like that it's not like fake yeah I think I told you that oh <laughs> <laughs> I think I was the one that imparted that knowledge to you yeah so apparently she well there are videos of her when she was a kid singing oh I can't remember what song it is I think it might be a Whitney Houston song and she in fact I think it's I will always love you and um it might be the key change bit when it's like <laughs> that and she's singing and like like such a powerhouse but supposedly when she sorry it's my dog sneezing in the background when she became like when her parents were like pushing her to like become famous and she did the whole Disney thing um they wanted her to like sing in a certain way to fit how they wanted her to be and so like trained out of her voice apparently Hmm. did you read her book I'm currently listening to it at the moment, but I'm listening to it in like half an hour intervals as I fall asleep. So I feel like I'm <laughs> not very promising. Have you got to any section about the sister? Um, I heard her talking a bit about like how much she loved Jamie Lynn when she was really little. And then like, Britney obviously got famous and went away and was like touring a lot and came back and realized that Jamie Lynn was like such a spoiled brat. But that's the only bit I've heard about the sister so far. I think I've got like three hours of the book still to listen to. So there may well be more. All right. Okay. Yeah. I I haven't read anything or listened to anything, but since now that she's gone into I'm a celeb, it obviously has been all over the, the media that she's just doing this now because of the whole Britney story. But people were saying that 
yeah, she was like a real princess and had her mother like literally just waiting on her hand and foot. I yeah. actually I actually really liked her in Zoe 101. What the fuck is Zoe 101? Oh, sorry, you're a middle-aged woman, eh? <laughs> Rude, I'm only three years older than you. I know, three? Yeah, you're 31. Yeah. How old do you think I am? I thought you were 39. <laughs> Only jokes, love you. Um, Zoe <laughs> 1 was a program on, was it on Nickelodeon? Have you heard of Nickelodeon? I have heard of Nickelodeon, but Maple, Mike, can you hear that tale? No. That is my dog's tale. I have heard of Nickelodeon, but I've never really watched it. All right, well, that was a TV program and she was the main character in it. Oh, she's a very clingy dog. She's so clingy. She's like a baby, like literally. It's it's like having an actual baby. Just for people that are listening, the dog has literally <laughs> hopped up onto Claire like a baby and has given her a kiss. Yeah, she loves me. Aw. Um, yeah, no, sorry, I have never watched Zoe 101, but she was good in that, was she? Yeah, like that's where she kind of, her fame started. Because when I was watching I'm a Celebrity and she like introduced herself as an actress and a singer, I was like, no, you're Britney Spears' sister. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. She probably hates because she probably gets that a lot. Yeah, which is understandable. Like, you know, you want to be your own person at the same time. You most certainly do. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, we call it a day then. Let's call it a day because this dog. Yeah, that's why I said when we call it a day. <laughs> She's getting all up in your grill. She's ruining oh, the podcast the for us. Their head in under your their neck like a little baby. No, is it Auntie Maureen? Hello. <laughs> She's like, I don't care who is speaking to me. Ah, oh, that's very cute. Okay, thanks very much for listening, people. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do spread the word, share it, and um, with all your friends, tag us. Um, my Instagram handle is at Maureen MJ Coaching. And my Instagram handle is at coached underscore by underscore Claire. And we'll be doing more of these hilarious episodes very soon. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.